Welcome to another episode of Milk the Clock Podcast here on Busted Coverage. Paul set this interview up. He said, I'm going to go out and get a basketball guy. I'm tired of talking football. Uh, Paul, tell everybody who you have coming on today. It just worked out. It's And I really have to thank the magic of Twitter. It gives you access to people like no other platform. Um, Tracy Murray and I, NBA champ with the Houston Rockets, um, he's going to be joining us today. We got into a, a, a Twitter discussion about old school NBA. Joe, you know I'm an old schooler at heart. That's the premise of what you were talking about. I saw you talking uh, old NBA with Tracy Murray, but there is an add-on to this conversation uh, because Tracy is the color analyst for UCLA basketball, correct? That's correct. He's also an assistant coach with the Lakers. Uh, so You ever he, heard of the Lakers? I've heard of him. I've heard of the Lakers, and Tracy, I just looked up, he did the uh, radio broadcast from Kentucky this weekend. UCLA went in there and snapped the Kentucky, uh, I think it's out of conference, win streak. Mm -hmm. And did did you see any of that game? I saw the highlights. We got to lead with that, don't we? Uh, Yeah, it was a 42-game home winning streak for Kentucky. Snap. Wow. Calipari. uh, Yes. Blasted, yeah, freshman's and, blasted. Yeah, and Calipari was uh, he was really like, you know what, we got dominated. So uh, UCLA basketball, dare I say, on is, the up and up, is back. Uh, wow, it's back. Is back. I like it. But you know, you know, sports is better when UCLA basketball is good. It's sort of like how the Raiders are good in the NFL right now. It's just a better league when when UCLA is good. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's one thing I wanted to know was. In the LA market, what where is UCLA basketball right now? They're nine and zero. They have Michigan coming in, uh, I believe, this upcoming weekend, and it was pretty much a sellout on Saturday. That they announced. So I'm trying to figure out where UCLA basketball is now. Uh, Lakers are always number one, right? Yeah, I mean, how are you ever going to contend with them? Do you know what I'm watching right now? I hear there's so- sound in the background. It's relevant to this discussion. It's Tracy Murray dropping 50 on the Warriors in 98 as a member of the Wizards, just putting it in, putting in work. So you did no research. You oh, no, I didn't need to. until the last minute. <laughs> and now I didn't you're need watching. to. I know all about Tracy Murray. Do you remember that time when we were at the ESPYs and I said, hey, that's Bob Lanier? Right. That same thing happened. Tracy and I actually met in Omaha about a year ago, and uh, that's how this whole thing got started. Uh, you met, so you'd already known Tracy and that's how you guys were trading Twitter, uh, messages. That's right. All right. That's so right. We, you we follow okay. each other mutually and, and we mutually appreciate each I other. I assume you're trying to get him to pay you to do web SEO work, correct? <laughs> if you'd like to, that, that'd be fantastic. I assume that you have tried to get Tracy's business. You're trying no, to. No, I haven't. You're I really, haven't. this is all sports journalism wow. at it's purest. Okay. Let me tell you the story. Um, Yeah, real quick. So, yeah, real quick, absolutely. So, and one, do you remember that the uh, the street ball? Yes. The roving street ball league. Well, um, and one was purchased by another league called Ball Up, and so Ball Up has been going around the country playing tournaments with a lot of the former and one guys. You know, beating local teams of of guys who participate in a tryout earlier in the day. They had one of these in a suburb of Omaha called Ralston, Nebraska, which is, you know, believe it or not, that's a real place. And uh, Fiona, my daughter, and I, we, we went. And so we had media access and we're hanging out, did some interviews. I'm walking down this corridor. It's longer than, than uh, I don't even know, something that's really long. And I look up ahead and I'm like, holy cow, is that Tracy Murray? And why would, A, why would Tracy Murray be in Ralston, Nebraska? be why would he be at a ball up event so as we get closer the figure gets taller and taller and i'm i know it's tracy murray walk up to him introduce myself say hi and we talked a little old school mba and fiona took a picture of me and tracy murray and she just nailed it she killed this photo- photograph and she was probably like seven at the time and uh and then we just started talking old school mba hit each other up on twitter and here we are all right cool story uh, it sounds like you already know. I don't even know if I really want to even discuss anything. I'll just let you guys go at it. I'll just <laughs> we let gotta you guys. Get, we gotta get. We gotta get you in there. But 
Casey Murray had a great career, and uh, we're looking forward to talking about it. All right, we're going to talk to him. Uh, so we'll talk. I, I, I would rather talk. You'll talk NBA, but I want to. I'll talk, talk NBA. I want to talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to talk Bill Walton, UCLA. Is Bill Walton really? Is he as crazy as he comes off on TV, or is that an act? I, I just heard him doing a radio promo interview about a week ago. I, I think he just launched or released a new book. Bill Walton. Yeah. Yeah. I believe so. I, I thought I saw that, and I, I probably need to read that. Uh, it's probably really good. I'm, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. So what else is going on? I know you're uh, you're into uh, the holiday season. Uh, one thing is you had said you might get on Tinder and mm-hmm. test, test the waters, but I, I, was, I, I was worried about you because I kept thinking this weekend, this is a time of year that guys get sucked in. <laughs> they get That's sucked true. in and then they have to buy the gifts. Yeah. So, so not, what's the update? This harkens back to a conversation we had months ago, doesn't it? Right. No. Um, no, I will not be doing that. Although okay. I do have a date tomorrow, which I'm glad you said that to remind me of. It's non-Tinder related. So okay, I've got to really keep it together. All right. So don't get sucked in. Thank you. Just refuse. Uh, mm-hmm. I I picture there's guys out there. I see them on Facebook. I see old, you know, classmates or whatever. And all of a sudden they've got a relationship. And yeah. the, the worst part about that is is that they're suddenly at the fan, her family's Christmas parties because she doesn't right. want to be single at her own family Christmas parties. And I'm right. like these guys get sucked into this stuff too easy. And they'll settle pretty much for anything just to have a, a male with them at a family function. Right. Right? Right. Right. <laughs> so, so you're okay, right. So, I mean, now right, is the so, time. So you're you're refusing and yeah, all you're right, staining. Good. good. I'm I'm glad to hear that. So uh, what else? What else what else have we not discussed? What'd you do this weekend? Any drinking? No, no drinking. All right. You coach, had a kid. I coached a third and fourth grade girls basketball team. Okay, good. Toughest game of the season. Was there um, did you lose? First loss. First okay, loss of the sound, year. Lost by tell, two. I could tell in your voice it was a loss. You knew where I was going. I mean, you've been around sports well, I mean, commentary. You, sound, you sounded down, and I'm trying mm-hmm. to figure out, was it a coaching error or the players just didn't play? <laughs> Please. Please. They were, the girl. Honestly, the girls we play against, they wanted it more. Came down to rebounding and defense, and we got killed on the glass. That's really what it was. Uh defensive scheme rebounding you guys didn't no boxing out what was the problem no boxing out the boxing out was terrible and the girls just they just didn't have as much passion as these other girls we lost by two it was awful uh, how, describe the ending did it was it a last second shot how did it all go down they dribbled out the clock really um oh man Fiona had a baseline jumper to that tie? she couldn't hit to tie okay and uh and that was it. The girls How, were pretty disappointed. Let me ask you this. When your daughter can't hit the tying shot, <laughs> is that worse than it, – it's horrible, right? I was she, – she made a nice move. She got herself open. She attacked, and I was okay. just happy with that. And I was like, man, that's going to be a rough angle. It was right in front of me. Okay. And you do you, do you lose sleep over it? Do you go home and really think about it? How – because she's not <laughs> – she doesn't care. She just goes on with life. She loves it though. She so she talks about it, and we talk about it a little bit, a little post game wrap up in the car, but we just move on. You just uh, move on. Really, it's another game. Wow, there's another game next okay. week, Joe. All right. So those kids are really lucky that you're the coach because a lot of the coaches in these youth leagues, I see them, are terrible. They can't, they can't let it go. No. Oh, dude. Last week we had this. The opposing coach was like shaking the girls, like grabbing <laughs> them by the arm, and every girl on my team commented to me about it. Like separately, like why did that happen? Even yesterday, a girl who hadn't mentioned it during the game last week brought it up, but it was cool. We trounced those guys. We beat them twenty-one to four, and he had a lot to be upset about. He'd never seen a two-one-two zone. I don't, I don't know if any other team plays zone in that league. So you went to a a, a zone uh, defense on him, and yep. these kids. The, what what's the age again? Uh, third and fourth grade, so they, eight, nine, and ten. They don't practice against zone, right? No, they don't practice again. So, did you feel a little bit cheap by going to zone? No, we've been playing zone all season. You have to play man to man first half, and okay. then from there you can do whatever. You can't press at any point, and you can't play full court defense. Okay, 
but right. it's really interesting to see, you know, the, the, the strategy. There's not a lot of it so far. Have so you, have you had any high school girls, basketball coaches come up to you and be like, <laughs> we need to implement certain aspects so that these girls are ready. I, that's why we've got Tracy Murray coming into the studio today <laughs> to talk about the best way to handle that scenario. All right, we're and, and 10 maybe minutes get some in. Interest. We're 10 minutes in. Hopefully Tracy calls because this is this is going into your coaching habits, which nobody <laughs> wants to hear. They're already tired of it. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, I know they They don't are, even but, care uh, what we think about the college football playoff. Well, that's what we're going to go to. I just sent Tracy a DM about two minutes ago, so it's right, right. good for it. I got to get on. Yeah, this. What, what do you I, think? Oh, what do you think about the playoffs? Subject. I get well, before yeah. we get to the playoffs. Hopefully, Tracy calls in and saves this show. Uh, <laughs> I have to get into what we just posted a little bit ago. Johnny Manziel today in Miami pounding fireball at eight a.m. Eight really? a.m. He's drinking straight out of a, bo- a fireball bottle at eight o'clock this morning, Monday morning, Miami at a house on the water. I don't know where in the hell he's at, but he's in Miami and I'm taking shit out of the, I'm taking heat because people think that they're like, Oh, you're making fun of a, an alcoholic. And I'm like, Oh, is that what they're saying? Oh yeah. So, so now I'm the, I'm the bad guy because I'm publicizing that Johnny's a total disaster again. And I thought he was done with this. uh, That's that's Yeah. That's that's the thing. He's he's back, and the holy rollers. Not even the holy rollers. The the hipster bros out there that are you know you know who I'm talking about. I do. I see them all the time. You know who you know the Twitter I'm talking about. Cool Twitter. They they don't yeah cool Twitter. They don't like it. They're mad. They don't like that. They think it's sad now that Johnny's hitting the bottle at eight a.m. And hey, he's a grown guy. I got to tell this story, you know, I got to get this story out there because listen, we tried to stop Johnny. <laughs> we tried to stop Johnny when he got out of rehab. Like two winters ago, we wrote that he had to get rid of the girlfriend because she was a bad influence on him. His sister went nuts on us. She was pissed off that we were trying Did to she? Oh, pissed off at, at us. You know, who are you to tell Johnny what to do? And wow, we, really how we, to live? We hey, we were just like, listen, bad influence. Just saying. And now, and now we, you know, we're like, screw it. Johnny's a grown adult. If he's gonna party, we're gonna show it. <laughs> and uh, you know, we're in the page view business. I'm not gonna lie. And Johnny gets page views. So um, I'm looking at the article right now. He's pounding a bottle of Fireball. Yeah. Some guy named Corey, you've got a, a tweet embedded here of a picture obviously made on Snapchat. Yep. My brother in town, it's go time. Just yep. another leech. All right. Hey, hanging out with Johnny listen, Manziel. Tracy's, Tracy's calling in. What's going on? Nothing. We heard you had a good weekend. Oh, yeah. It was, you know, that long flight was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> it panned out, didn't it? What was it like to go in there and uh, retrieve a W and, and then escape to L.A.? Well, it feels good um, because the guys, uh, just from the, from, the, from the time they landed, I've been watching them prepare. I watched them the night before. When you, when you can't sleep before a game like that, then you're ready. You know, you see guys, you know, going down to the – front desk to get something or retrieve something. You see them just roaming around because they can't sleep. <laughs> that that means you're ready. You're ready for that game. You know, you're not looking for anything. It's just that I can't sleep. I need to find a way to tire myself out so I can rest. You know, it's one it was one of those things where where, where guys were keyed up and they were ready to go. All the way out to warm ups though. I mean warm ups they came out there, uh they went through their routine. You can tell they had a confident disposition about them. You know, they went out there like it was Poly Pavilion, and and you know they pretty much treated Rupp Arena like it was. Tracy, how do you keep them from getting too amped? I mean, isn't that something you got to worry about burning yourself out in the second quarter in a game like that? Yeah, but you know these guys are young. It's not like you know you're a a ten year veteran in the NBA and and you don't have much. You have to like channel it. You know your energy is different when you get that. You know when you're young, you have a tons of energy. It's hard to burn it. 
and uh, you know they don't get tired. I know I, I don't remember getting tired at that age. Joe, what do you got? I know you had a UK question. Well, no, I I was uh, I was pretty impressed that. It, all right, this UCLA team, they were supposed to win the conference because now they're going to be like 1-2 in the nation, something like that, after this win? Well, sure. They will pick to be third in the conference behind Oregon and Arizona. Third. And now, yeah, third. And and now here it is, you know, the number two uh, ranking after beating Kentucky. And, and uh, if it wasn't for Villanova, I think that, you know, UCLA might have been number one. And what has this done? I know it's just this this game was just Saturday, but what is the buzz like right now in LA for this team? Put it this way: we haven't sold a game out yet this year. Michigan sold out, so you know here, here come the fans. Everybody's on the bandwagon. <laughs> here they come! But All right, I mean that's the hot out. ticket right now. The right. Lakers are going to have to suffer. The Clippers are going to have to suffer tonight. We're going to the UCLA game. <laughs> That's what we were saying. I was saying that to Paul. I said, where is UCLA all of a sudden in the pecking order for L.A. sports guy? Well, I'll tell you what. If you win and you rank that high, then you jump ahead of, you know, some of the pro teams that aren't doing very well. So, Or that are doing very well and they have so many games that, you know, you can catch another one. Okay, so all of a sudden, who is – is Alford is he going to be the 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 face of this team the whole way? Um, it's it's hard to just put a person as the face of the team because of the way these guys play. There is no one leader that's spearheading the team and and they're saying, "All right, guys, hop along, let's go win. Follow me to this win." Um, I think with Lonzo Ball, since he's gotten there and as unselfish as he is that his unselfishness has has been effective throughout the team. You know, it's really infectious. Everybody is unselfish in moving the basketball. If you look on the depth chart of scoring, there are six guys in double figures. And that's tough to do, but that's why, you know, they're averaging close to 100 points a game because everybody's sharing the ball. All right, that's great news. Let me get in here, Paul. Tracy, yeah. that is great news because if there was one guy that was dominant, I have this bad feeling that the Kardashians would send in like one of those younger sisters <laughs> and ruin this team. Well, they did last year with D'Angelo and Jordan Clarkson right. when I was with the Lakers. So uh, don't think that they don't have their eyes on, on Lonzo Ball or, or T.J. Leaf <laughs> on the other side. They probably do. Don't don't count them out yet. <laughs> See, Paul, it's already <laughs> happening. UCLA basketball is back. It's already happening. There's a young Kardashian in production right now, ready to steal some thunder. <laughs> We're going to have to put locks on the doors. Make sure every game's sold out. Well, Tracy, what got us into this into this conversation was uh, some old school NBA conversation that we had via Twitter last week, and I love it. I love old school NBA. So the yeah. first thing I got to ask: What current NBA player could you pluck out of today? And insert into the uh, the eighties or nineties, and he he he'd have success. Who's the best old school guy out there? That's not an old schooler. Well, there's there's a couple guys. Um, you can you can bring LeBron. You can bring um, Russell Westbrook. You know those those guys right there are basketball players. They're physical. They're aggressive. They're bringing it to you. Um, you know, and they're and they're built to take the hits. I think that's key. They're mm-hmm. skilled. They can take the hits. And and if if a defense is geared to start, like say the Jordan rules, for example, every time Jordan came in the middle, the Knicks put him on his back. Now, what guys in 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 this era do you feel that can take that and keep coming? And, and those are the two guys to me that that can because they're relentless already. That's true. Joe, do you have a third guy who could even take that? Maybe James Harden? Uh, not not Durant. No. Not Durant. <laughs> no, I think Durant's body couldn't take it, and I think James Harden wouldn't keep coming because, uh, I mean, defensively, he wouldn't be – back in the day, you had to play some type of defense, a little bit of defense, in order to right. be on the floor, regardless of how much scoring power he had because everybody could score back then. 
So I don't think James will get on the floor because of not being committed to the defensive end. Joe, this is what you missed on Twitter. This is what Trace and I were talking about. The simple fact that zone defense is allowed and no hand checking. Just imagine what would happen if hand checking was allowed. Uh, they've changed it. Um, that, and that's what I was going to ask. Tracy, what, uh, which way do you like it? Do you want the old school do you, or do you like the modern game? I like, well, I like the old school because, you know, you really, your skills are shown better with old school. You, if you can really score, you can score through hand checks. And, right. and, and you can score off of, off of physical play and bumps and, and stuff like that. And, you know, if you, if, if you, somebody's blowing their breath on you and they blow the whistle, to <laughs> me, that's not really showing, you know, showcasing your skill. If somebody is physical and you're crafty and savvy and you're able to spin off of it or roll off of it and, and or bump them off balance and able to keep your balance and shoot the ball and score, now you're showing some skill to go, to go along with everything. I mean, you really can score through contact. I think guys are protected a little too much nowadays. Tracy, speaking of scoring, I'm going to play. There's some sounds in the background. Can you hear these sounds? Yeah. This is Tracy Murray going off for 50 against the Warriors in 1998. (laughs) (laughs) Hitting from all angles, a two-hand dunk, making your free throws. What do you remember about your NBA career? What's your favorite moment? Um. Outside of uh, outside of the championship, which I was really not really part of in uniform, that mm-hmm. fifty point game was it. You know because we were shorthanded. It was right after the All Star game in which I participated in the three point contest. Didn't win it, but that was the first and last one that I participated in. And, and I and I just when you're involved in that weekend as a player, if, even if you're not a, an All Star per se you feel like an all-star because you participated. So I came off of that feeling pretty confident. And then we were shorthanded. We had no Chris Weber, no Juwan Howard. Uh, a couple other guys were down. So there are plenty shots to go around between me, Strickland, Chaney. And, and you know, we were basically the scorers that was left. So, mm-hmm. so you know, Chaney had a big night. Strickland had a huge night. And, and then my 50-point game came into play. So, uh, it, it was an awesome night. We got the win. That was another thing that was important. It was a game that we needed to win on the road and that we, that we were capable of winning, it, and we did it. Tracy, first, hold on. Ahead, I was going to get in there, Paul, about uh, he was talking about the physicality of the old NBA game that he was a part of. Uh, I always hear NFL guys, and they're all, and, and obviously the contact is going to crush their bodies, and but what in the NBA over a full season like that is the body just getting beat up beyond belief? Oh yeah, I mean it takes its toll, and and then that's why you build your body up during the off season to take it for eighty two plus games, and then you maintain it throughout the year. And you know when it's physical like that, you have to be. Now with the game not being physical and being more athletic, you see guys are leaner nowadays, and they're they're built like like fast cars, like 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 sprint cup cars instead of you know these big bulky cars that are are, are, are supposed to take contact. These guys are hybrids now. They're able to run and jump and and be lean and still be strong. They don't need the mass like we did back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Go ahead, Paul. No, I was you. You brought up the three point competition at All Star Weekend, Trace. And I always wondered: is it? Do you feel pressure in that scenario? Because it's literally you just standing around shooting more so than in an actual game where you can kind of lose yourself in the flow of the game. I think it is because it's you know it was my first time. I never got it. I, I guarantee you, if I had a second time, I would have won it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I didn't get going until after the second rack. You know, your, your nerves are done. By the time you get past the second rack, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm finding the rhythm now. I mean, taking the ball off the rack is different from a guy passing you the ball. It's a little mm-hmm. bit different rhythm. And, and, you know, we don't have time to practice it. We only have a couple of shots before the competition start off the rack. So, you know, it was a different rhythm, and, and uh, I was just one point from advancing. So um, 
it, to me, it was more nervous. It was a, a huge stage. Um, I'm going against Reggie Miller, Glenn Rice, Dell Ellis, Jeff Hornacek, who won it, Hubert <laughs> Davis. I mean, there was some, some, you know, all the there studs. Was some in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was some marksmen there. Yeah. You know, there were guys that can shoot the basketball. Shoot. I and mean, then you look on the side and you look at who's out first round. Me, Reggie Miller, and Glenn Rice. <laughs> Three guys you expected to advance. Mm-hmm. So, when I mean, you lo- it, it, was, it was a great experience, though. I, I, loved, I loved my little, you know, 30 seconds of being part of it. I enjoyed it. You mentioned the uh, the NBA championship. Where's the ring right now? It's with me. I wear it every every day when I work for uh, when I broadcast. Uh, that's awesome. something that I, I hold dear to me because there are a lot of greats that's never won one. And for me to at least be part of the preparation to prepare my team to be ready, you know, if, if I was going to be the Dennis Scott, I was going to be better than Dennis Scott. If I was going to mm-hmm. be Dan Marley, I was going to be better than Dan Marley. I wanted to push my teammates in practice so it would be easier for them in the game. You there, Paul? I absolutely am. Okay. I was going to let you in right. before I yeah, just no, crazy. I, I, and, and going with that ring, I, I always ask athletes this uh, because I'm a big memorabilia guy, uh, mm-hmm. odd, odd memorabilia. Do you have a piece of memorabilia besides the ring that is uh, is is off the wall or is odd to that most of us would think is strange? Like somebody well, gave you their example, shoes. While you think about that, Tracy, for example, my, my dad to... my dad used to um, collect shoes. My yeah. dad used to collect shoes, and he has Shaq shoes, Clyde Drexler shoes, <laughs> Michael Jordan shoes. Um, you know, you become, you know, friends with, with everybody that you play against, you know, James Worthy shoes, you know, my dad was a Laker fan when when I was growing up. And so he has, you know, a lot of former Lakers. How does that go down? And then Shaq and I were, were, were McDonald's all Americans together. So he has Shaq. But how does that go down? Because I'm really, I don't even like people even looking at my shoes. How do you go about (laughs) getting shoes from Shaq? Well, they they all know my dad. Yeah. You know, you know whether it's playing pickup games in the summertime at UCLA or or after the games, you know them meeting my dad or or knowing my dad from years through AAU or or any type of situation. You know, that, that's pops. You know, oh, pops want some shoes. Okay, I got them for him. And, and you know, they're only going to break open some new shoes the next game anyway. You know, that's mm-hmm. just that's just how they roll. Wait, that's, how often? You know, especially the guys that especially the guys that that have you know, their own shoe. They break open new shoes every day. Do they really? So like every game, these yeah. guys are getting new, they're just busting open new shoes and wearing them. Man, that last, last year when I was the assistant coach with the Lakers, the shooting coach with the Lakers, there was a big giant military duffel bag that was brought full of Kobe shoes because Kobe gave his shoes that night to – you know, there were some the star players of the other teams like LeBron and Durant and all those guys at Harden. All of those guys wanted his shoes. So he signed the shoes that he wore that night for those guys. So, you know, if we have a 10-day road trip, he's got like 30 pairs of shoes in that bag. <laughs> Hold on now. So, I, all right. I, because I'm curious about this because I, if I put a new pair of shoes on, I thought you had to break them in. <laughs> not nowadays these shoes nowadays are, are so comfortable and, and 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 you know for kobe bryant for for durant for 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 lebron these guys their shoes are made specially for them they're not the shoes that are in the stores okay these are their shoes they made a mold of their feet and it's specialized it's, it's, it's for them see paul it's customized I, for their foot yeah. See, I, comfort. Paul, this isn't like so, me going so into Costco. <laughs> right. Joe to find a way to, to generate a blister, Tracy. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, the, the only reason why I, I know about this process is because I've always, uh, I was never, you know, uh, a superstar. So if, some, if a smaller shoe company, you know, asked me to be a part of it, yeah, I was with Dada. Yeah, I was with Fila. 
And and what did mm-hmm. they do for a few of us basketball players? They came and made a mold of our foot and made sure that the shoe fit comfortably. Nice. So, you know, hey, so I was lucky and blessed to have a shoe. You oh, know, man, that's awesome. And no, no one knew about it. No one bought it because no one knew. You know, but Tracy Murray, who he got to work. You know, oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Tracy, honest, Tracy, Tra- Tracy, do you have that? Do you have any game shoes laying around? Uh, I gotta check. <laughs> I gotta check because I, I I was one of those guys that that signed shoes and gave them to kids. Uh, I used them when I had 15 years of basketball camps. I signed all my shoes oh, and, and used them as awards. Uh, so uh, you know, I just wanted to give them back to the kids and stuff. All right, go ahead, Paul. I'll stop right now. <laughs> uh, Tracy, yeah, Joe likes to buy memorabilia. Like we were in LA at the ESPYS a couple couple weeks. Well, I guess a couple months ago now. And we ran to Cam Newton, and Joe had actually bought Cam Newton's Auburn pants that he wore in the 2011 championship BCS game, and uh, and Joe had him sign him. So he was angling to buy your shoes, Tracy, if you got some for sale. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look around. <laughs> All right, well, sitting around. All right, we'll negotiate on Twitter. <laughs> oh, one, one serious question, Tracy. About um, you mentioned your dad. Was was your dad your first coach? My dad was the first one to put the ball in my hands. My dad was a basketball player. He wasn't an NBA guy, um, but he took it as far as he could. Back then, it was hard to get exposure, but there were a lot of pros that that I went to the local summer pro leagues here in Los Angeles, and he would be playing against the Marcus Johnsons and the Reggie Theuses, and he played with Norm Nixon and you know with Michael Cooper. You know, so so I, I would see him play against. These guys I would watch on TV. So I knew my dad was pretty good because he hung in there with them. And they knew him by first name, you know, so he had their respect. So I knew my dad was pretty good. So it was easy when he told me to go outside in the backyard and go shoot 800 to 1,000 shots a day. I knew my dad was a good, a great shooter. So there was something that he was telling me that was right because these guys respected him. Well, that was it was interesting because in, in the lead in to our interview, Joe and I were joking around. I'm coaching my daughter's third and fourth grade team, so it's eight to ten year olds, and it's a blast. Aside from other things, just loving the game. What do you think is the number one fundamental that, that a youth player that age and even older needs to develop? Maybe you see a lack of at this point. Well, I, I think when you're between the ages of five and ten, the 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 best thing that you need to do is the basic fundamentals of, of dribbling with both hands knowing how to two-hand chest pass, bounce pass, the fundamental way, not with one hand, not, not the baseball passes or the, or the length of the court bounce passes, you know, like fundamentally throw the right pass, the overhead pass, the, the, the bounce pass, the chest pass. Um, go outside and learn the correct way or in the backyard or in the gym, the correct way of shooting a basketball because – at that age, you need to learn how learn the correct way to play, number one. And number two, just go out and have fun. Learn mm-hmm. the game. Enjoy the game. Continue to, to, to add stuff to your game. Because it's, winning and losing is not really that important at that, that age. Do you want to be competitive? Yes, because the world is competitive. Life is competitive. But you, you do want to improve and you do want to love the game because if you do love the game, you will put extra work into it without even arguing or without even complaining. You know, you want to love the game. Great stuff. Yeah. And that's in, and Paul on the other hand is having trouble letting go of losses like he had this weekend. <laughs> a two point loss, Tracy, two point loss. She had, she had the uh, chance to tie. She took a baseline jumper. It didn't go in. Oh, don't worry about it. Don't put that pressure on her. She'll learn how to to perform in those type of situations. Because uh, when you when you put the person in that situation and they fail, they want it. They want that situation again to show themselves that they can do it. So um, you don't want them to be afraid of that moment. Um, and, and if there's pressure put on them and there's a big deal about about that moment, then they will be afraid of that moment forever. And you don't want that to happen. You want them to see that moment again and attack it like it never happened. Well, I'm I'm glad Tracy just talked you off the cliff, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, let's let's change it up from youth basketball real quick to uh UCLA and I Tracy, I 
if if UCLA is to win the national championship, what will have to happen in the tournament? Well, matchups mean everything. Um, of course, the Bruins are going to have to be number one probably in the West. And uh, in, in the matchups, if they can match up with people that uh, are up-tempo, like – I, I think UCLA had more problems with Texas A&M and Nebraska than they did with Kentucky. And you say, why? Kentucky has more talent because of the style of play. Kentucky wanted to run with UCLA, but UCLA was better at it. Nebraska and Texas A&M wanted to slow the ball game down, you know, bump and grind it out, be a little bit more physical, uh, make the possessions smaller. UCLA wants to push and, and get more possession. So I, I think when you take people out of their game or have a style that can conflict what they're doing, you can give a team a problem. Okay, that that tells me that you don't want Michigan State out west in the tourney, right? Uh, especially the way they're struggling right now because Coach Izzo is going to eventually get it together. And uh, he's a defensive-minded coach, and, and, and those, those type of teams will, you know, give UCLA a problem. I'm not saying they're going to lose it because right. UCLA beat Nebraska and they beat Texas A&M. But it will be one of those nail-biters that, that you don't want to sit there and watch. You want to, you'd rather be playing in those type of games. <laughs> I, I respect – I love the fact that UCLA is going to get up and down the court. I'm tired of these teams that just want to play half-court – Run the whole shot clock. I want to see some running, right, Paul? I up and I want running and gunning up and down the court. Get up and down. Well, well, it's 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 not entertaining to watch if people are using the thirty-five second clock. That's oh. why I'm in favor of the twenty-four second clock. Why don't they just adopt the NBA rules for college and high school? Because and just make it one big regular rule. Now the officials can be consistent. Now everybody's not changing rules for every level they jump. Everything's the same. Okay. Everybody can be consistent within one rule. And why don't they go to quarters? I don't know. I think they should. I think I think women's basketball got it right. They mm-hmm. are. They've adopted to the WNBA rules. They're going four quarters, ten minute quarters, and 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 they're playing WNBA rules. I think they've got they, they got it right. Yes, it sounds to me like there's just hard headedness from the NCAA and. Yeah. Yeah, because the yeah, the women's it's not like the women's game changed and everybody's up in arms about women's basketball being ruined in the college game. So, yeah, I Paul, go ahead. I'm frustrated with the NCAA. No, it's <laughs> I mean, look how long it took to get the playoffs in the uh for football. It's it's they're so slow to adapt anything, which it doesn't have to be like that. Um Tracy, are you still working with the Lakers this year? No, I'm I'm back with UCLA. I was on that long flight to Lexington, and it made the the flight a lot shorter by winning that game. <laughs> right, I, I'm, well, I'm the color I'm the I'm the color guy for for the radio for UCLA radio. How is that though? Have you done a lot of color radio before? I was doing it seven eight years before that one year with the Lakers. Okay, so I only took one year away from radio. And luckily, my spot opened back up, and I was able to slide back in there. All right, that brings me to my the one question I definitely want to ask you was about Bill Walton. And mm-hmm. Bill is an internet; he's an internet hero. <laughs> Everybody loves him. Is he a, away from a TV camera and away from social media? Is he pretty much what we see in on social media? Bill is a rare bear. And uh, he's he's really he's really a nice really a nice guy, man. He's, he's a pleasure to be around. But he's really entertaining. He has tons of stories. The the tone of the way he tells the stories, I just I crack up over it. You know, if if he's broadcasting one of your games and he makes a comment about you, you may take it personal. But that's not how he's trying to deliver it. He's trying to deliver it in, in, in his own way, in his own style, which has sarcastic humor, so to speak. Um, but that's his style, man. And and, uh, and and if it's not about you, you don't take it as, per- as personal. But when you're a young, sensitive college guy and you're trying to 
make a good impression and you hear that's a horrible shot i mean yeah you're a little bit sensitive about it but if you look back on it now as an adult you'll laugh about it because you you realize that this is just his style this is just how he is and he doesn't mean any harm by it no i i love the guy ever since last year when he he said during a broadcast that he had lived in his house for like 38 years or something, and he had never taken a shower indoors. Uh, I was I was just like, this is this is insane. This is so funny. Uh, so welcome I, to the world of Bill Walton. Yeah, exactly. So I, I need to hear from somebody that has a connection to Bill Walton. So I'm glad to hear that. But you know what? I mean, the thing about Bill, another thing is. He's done a lot of TV games when I was over on the other side doing radio. And he is always very, very helpful. Um, he goes, yeah, Tracy, come on over here. Um, you might want to do TV someday. Come over and sit down and watch how I do this. And wow. he, was, he, he showed me how he gets information. Just small little simple questions. And it makes it seem like he's been knowing the guy for 8 million years just on a couple of small questions that he took notes on. And, and he's, a, he's a pro doing that job. He's a pro at being an analyst. Well, Tracy, you're going to have to uh, get some crazy stories about not showering in your house and stuff if you're, <laughs> you're going to go do TV work. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, Paul. Try not to get caught by a camera phone, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Bill, Bill knows how to do it. you got to learn from him. Follow him up the Oregon Trail to the to the uh, the, the waterfalls up here, right? Yeah. <laughs> on a, on a, you're gonna, Tracy, you're gonna have to get a bike. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He has his. <laughs> now, Tracy, we just really appreciate the time. Uh, we know it was a big weekend. We appreciate you making time for us. Always love to talk NBA hoops. So, uh, thanks for thanks for making it happen. Well, anytime, guys. Take care, man. Thanks for having me. All right, me. Tracy. Thanks a lot. That was Tracy Murray on Milk the Clock podcast. Paul, uh, I I hung up on him. I hope Tra- you're gonna have to settle, uh, smooth it out. Yeah, smooth it out. I I hope I didn't hang up. He didn't have anything else to say because I just kind of cut him off. He was uh, ready to go. I think he was ready to go. It's a half hour. Uh, we do a half a hour. Smooth half hour. That was a really smooth half hour. No real uh, dead spots. A lot of. you're not even going to compliment me on all the NBA and basketball that I was able to throw out there. I couldn't believe it was even happening when it was happening. (laughs) I didn't want to jinx it by saying anything about it. I mean, so (laughs) that's like me talking. That's like me talking college football playoffs. I'm just not even going to do it. I feel like I should live in Los Angeles. I know so much about West coast basketball. (laughs) You do. <laughs> Nobody could argue. That was a great interview. I love. I just love the insight. It was great. I love what he said about the ring. He never goes anywhere without it. Love getting that insight from the three-point shootout. Because um, oh. you see that happen a lot. You see guys who are really good shooters who have proven it time and again get off to a slow start and have, have a bad round, and they're out. So that, it was just great to hear about. Do you watch the three-point contest anymore? It's the only thing I watched during All-Star Weekend. They've ruined so much of it. I mean, the dunk contest has kind of come back since they settled down on the rules, but you can't watch the game. The game is useless. No, the game's useless. Uh, so, All right, so you're a Saturday night watch the uh, skills competition guy. Yeah, I will check that out. It, it's a bad time of year. It's not a bad time. It's a good time of year for that to be on on a weekend because there's it's 40 below zero. Right. And nothing else to do. So uh, the NBA, <laughs> the, the NBA All Star Weekend still it still has a ton of value. And what what year was he in the three point contest? Must have been ninety four, ninety five, right? Ninety four, ninety five. Yeah, uh, right, right. In my wheelhouse. Saying, I, yeah. I and you know I hadn't I forgot all about Tracy Murray and I and I don't mean that in a in a uh, a derogatory yeah, way. Yeah, I didn't want to derogate. I wasn't going to be derogatory about it. But you for, I forgot how good he was at UCLA. Phenomenal. Back-to-back 20-point average seasons. Left early, forgo his senior season, and went straight in the draft and was a first-round draft pick yeah. when it actually meant something, when they weren't just trying to dump money and, and draft guys like they are now. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they'll, they'll draft a European and then never sign him. And never do anything. Um, Tracy averaged 44 points a game his, his senior year of high school. He was a L.A. guy. Yeah. Never left. 
Never left. You know, I don't blame him. Like, why would you leave? Where are you going to move to? Omaha, Nebraska? Dude, what do you do? You don't You don't Harry's leave. Ohio? I mean, maybe you go down to San Diego. I don't know. But, yeah. my God. Once you have all those connections. Oh, yeah. Christ. Yeah. You never awesome. have to worry about a job the rest of your life. And I liked what he said about, uh, you know, old school guys who are playing now as far as LeBron, Russell Westbrook, James Harden. Those guys are tough. They, they could hack it. Uh, he said Harden couldn't. So I'm going to scratch that. He, Thanks, he didn't, I was just making sure you were listening. He did not think Harden. And Harden, couldn't, he can't play defense now, let alone no. 25 years ago. Right. He's not playing defense. He uh, doesn't have to. Listen, the, the, my big takeaway from this is the whole shoe situation. I'm blown away. I'm blown away that these NBA guys will wear a new pair of shoes every game. I, yeah. I can't imagine a shoe being that good that broken in to be able to put a new pair on and just go out and play 40 minutes of basketball. I, I can believe it. I, I bought some shoes here recently and just threw them right on and went to work, some running shoes. And I'm just a regular guy running. And they, they just fe- – it was perfect. I didn't even have to break them in. It's the same thing, right, Joe? I, I need to see you do that on a basketball court. Uh, old guy pickup game. Old guy pick up game and just uh, lace them up and get see, in right into yeah, it. Yeah, I want to see what happens. You know, go to Foot Locker, get you some shoes, and go see if you can play forty minutes. Immediately go straight to the court and play forty minutes. Yes, where I'm out of the sh- where I'm right out of Foot Locker. Well, I don't know. I think you gotta you, you gotta carry them to the court, right? Let me ask you that real quick. Hold on a minute. When you were a kid, and the, and this is this is definitely an old story I had forgotten about, but it's this is like therapy. And old, old things start to pop up in my head. It's uh, cathartic. When you were a kid, did you ever wear your shoes to the point to where when you went to the shoe store, you wore the shoes out because your old shoes were that bad? No, man. No, really? I didn't grow up as a homeless youth. <laughs> <laughs> I Wandering the streets the, of Perrysburg, Ohio. I, I had forgotten about this. For food. I had forgotten about this. Where we were When we were kids, we would just beat the hell out of our shoes so bad. That when we would go to the shoe store, literally we would wear the shoes out and they would throw our old shoes away. away. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I'm like, and, and that might be why to this day, I will, I will wear shoes till they literally are a, a disaster. Then they become yeah. like, they become grass cutting shoes. Mm, and, mm-hmm. and, and I have this horrible thing where I can't, I just don't start. I'll buy a new pair of shoes and I won't wear them for like six months. Because you don't want to mark them up or yeah, what? I'm like, you're I don't want to mark. Through, because, well, you're when we were kids, we would get one pair of shoes per year. We, my dad was like, no, you get a pair of shoes before school starts, and you damn well better believe those things are making it to next summer. So <laughs> I, so that's why it blows me away that Kobe's out there giving away 30 pairs of shoes on one road trip. It's, it's fascinating to me. It's a lot of shoes. A lot of shoes. A lot of shoes. Now I want some shoes. I'm going to have to find I'm sorry. A- I'm sorry to hear about your broken childhood. <laughs> <laughs> I had forgotten all about it. This is therapy. It's bringing up See? old memories. See, that's what it's all about, getting you healthy. Oh, man. Mental health on Milk the Clock <laughs> podcast. Uh, well, you, d- you didn't even know it was happening. That's how smooth that did interview was. Did not have any idea. So, what, what? Anything else we need to discuss today besides my old childhood? Your childhood was horrendous. <laughs> we'll talk about that in the next episode. Let's leave on a cliffhanger. I, I think now we're in. Uh, I think we're going to keep an eye on UCLA basketball now that Tracy sold us on we it. We are. And yeah. uh, I it, listen. The Kardashians leave your dan- <laughs> leave your hands off Alonzo Ball. Leave your hands off of him. Alonzo Ball, keep your hands off of the whatever Kardashian they're going to mass produce next. It's just Lonzo. It's not even Alonzo. Well, that's right, because actually he has two brothers, and they're all playing on the same team in California setting crazy scoring records. Pretty interesting highlights out there if if you're needing to Google something later to put you to to sleep or relax. All right, Lonzo Ball, we're definitely keeping an eye on him. Mm -hmm. Kardashians like a guy that already has money, so... Gotta, he's yeah. got to get through the season. Stay away from him. Don't, mentally, don't mentally fragile. You know that is. Listen, 
the, the Kardashians are about they're about ready to latch on to one of them to get to the NBA draft. You know what I mean? Like yeah, have they poisoned that yet? I don't to, think they ever. No, have. I don't think they have, and I can't believe they haven't gotten onto one of those. You know, get a top three draft pick and get into the green room and all that. That's the way to do it. You'd think latch onto one that's about to hit the mother load. About to hit the mother load, and then you network as as regular people would call it with other prospective millionaires in the green room. Well, th- they're I, not I th- above it. I think they like guaranteed contracts. Uh, these rookies aren't getting the massive contracts like they used to. Yeah, so that's th- true. I think they like like that three year contract after that rookie contract. What is it like four years? You can get the new one. Yeah, and then they're just they're just going pound town on those contracts. See, you know more about basketball than you let I do. on. I do. We've I- learned two things today, Joe. You had a terrible, terrible, <laughs> terrible childhood in the Rust Belt of Ohio. <laughs> And uh, you know more about basketball than you let on. I yeah. I listen. I, my NBA it starts to kick in in a late April. Late April, I start to care. I don't is know Perrysburg, how you guys even care about basketball this time of year. Is Perrysburg one of those like Ohio towns that has like a big smokestack in it in the middle where all the no. everybody's at the plant? No, 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 no. This is a high end town. I didn't even grow up here. I grew up in a farm town, 5,000 people. Okay, so you left your neighborhood. Well, I mean, you moved, yeah, I mean, for college and then. Left it behind. Yeah, it's two hours away from where I live. But where I live, no, man, this is, these people have, these people have some cash. What are you going to do when little BC wants new shoes? Uh, You know what? Don't, don't even think I haven't thought of that. (laughs) Because there's a, that's a big conversation around here about people keeping up with the, uh, Keeping up with the Joneses around with here. The Kardashians. Keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> and uh, it's going to burn me up a little bit because I hate to see – I'll see him destroy shoes, and it, it burns me up. And it's, like a dog? It's, he just puts them in his mouth and shakes them? Well, no, he'll drag his feet on the concrete, and then it, oh. it scuffs the toe to where it just burns a hole right in the toe. <laughs> and so it reminds me of my childhood. And if my dad – like how do I combat that? Yeah, what is just bring Grandpa Kinsey around one time? We get electrical tape and we tape them up. Yeah, because hey, that's just the way it goes. But uh, but anyway, Tracy Murray stopping by. Uh, another, another great, interview. another great one, another great one. And throw it in the corner with the other one. Incredible timing on that one. Uh, fresh off the flight, like the flight landed like Sunday in L.A. And Tracy's yeah. on the he's on the phone with us. So we try to we try to get you guys the freshest content from the most reliable sources. Great timing. Okay. Incredible timing, Paul. Great job by you. And uh that's it. We're gonna cut this one short so I can throw it together and uh hopefully everybody on their drive home can hear about uh UCLA basketball and the uh the NBA. So Love it. Paul, uh until next time, have a good one. Take care. Treasure those shoes. Great ending by me right there. That was a great one.